You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. is DLP. Spelled D for data, L for loss, and P for protection. Definition. A set of tools designed to safeguard data while in use, in motion, and at rest. Example sentence. The DLP solution prevented the attacker from stealing sensitive data. Origin and context. In the early internet security days, circa 1990s, InfoSec practitioners weren't thinking about zero trust or intrusion kill chain prevention as security models to protect their organizations. Those concepts wouldn't be created for another 20 years. Perimeter defense was the model of choice where we would build electronic borders around our digital assets and try to keep the bad guys out. Unfortunately, employees and contractors had to work outside the electronic barrier and data had to be allowed in and out under specific conditions. In those early days, PII, personally identifiable information, was a major concern like employee names, social security numbers, and credit card numbers. Security practitioners didn't want that data type to get out. Later in the 2000s, one attack vector that became prominent was the insider threat. Examples are disgruntled employees seeking to do harm to the organization by releasing embarrassing information, departing employees seeking to take intellectual property with them as they go out the door, and spies working for an outside agency taking jobs within a target organization with the purpose of stealing secrets. DLP solutions are designed to stop that kind of activity. It's unclear when the first DLP solutions became available to the market, but it's likely somewhere in the mid-2000s. By the 2010s, DLP solutions were available for many locations along the data path, on the endpoint, in the network, on the database, and in the cloud. They essentially look for keywords, PII, data types like files with specific labels, and certain database queries. They could also prevent users from using certain types of media, like USB sticks, CDs, and floppy disks. The problem with DLP solutions is that they are not fire-and-forget technologies. A team has to manage them, and except for a small class of niche use cases, like governments trying to protect sensitive data, many organizations didn't prioritize this effort. According to Zscaler, enterprise DLP solutions are notorious for being overly complex and costly, and most customers only use a small subset of the product's capabilities. In 2018, 
Gartner retired the Magic Quadrant for enterprise data loss prevention, saying that more advanced security products already incorporate the basic functionality, like CASB, Cloud Access Security Broker, SASE, Secure Access Service Edge, and SSE, Security Service Edge. reference. On the Professor Messer YouTube channel, a channel that among other things teaches CompTIA security training courses, Professor Messer explains one early use of a DLP solution from the U.S. Department of Defense. A good example of this is in November of 2008 in the United States Department of Defense. They received on USB storage a worm and that worm very quickly propagated to the entirety of the Department of Defense. As a result, the DOD banned removable flash media and storage devices. And you can imagine what a disruption that was. But it was necessary to prevent anything like this from occurring again. All of their devices had to be updated. All of their workstations and servers and laptops and mobile devices. And a DLP agent was in charge of making sure that nobody could use any USB storage devices. The Department of Defense lifted this ban in February of 2010, but they instituted very strict guidelines for the use of USB storage devices in the future. Word Notes is written by Tim Nodar, executive produced by Peter Kilpie, and edited by John Petrick and me, Rick Howard. The mixed sound design and original music have all been crafted by the ridiculously talented Elliot Peltzman. Thanks for listening. Hey all, Rick here. At N2K CyberWire, we're dedicated to continuously improving the quality of the news and commentary on our network. That's why we're inviting you to participate in our 2024 audience survey. It only takes a few minutes and your feedback is invaluable. Plus, you'll have the chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card as a thank you for your time. Head on over to cyberwire.com survey. That's cyberwire.com survey to share your feedback now. And now, a message from CyberBit. Mastering cybersecurity is like mastering a sport. You build muscle memory through rigorous practice, then you train as a team to foster cohesion while operating under pressure. Like athletes, cybersecurity professionals thrive on hands-on simulation. But traditional courses, certifications, and open-source labs won't build you a winning team. You need CyberBit. CyberBit offers a hyper-realistic simulation environment for your SOC, IR, and C-suite to refine your skills. All using the market-leading SIMs, EDRs, firewalls, and WAFs they use every day. CyberBit is offering CyberWire listeners a free live fire exercise. Sign up your team now at cyberbit.com slash cyberwire. <laughs>